Hello. <laughs> I was going to say, I got Hi. a lot of dicks in here. No. I got a lot of dicks in my stories. Oh, people named Dick? Yeah. I got a, a lot, lot of Richards? people named Dick. Richard. I don't oh my have Lord. any dicks uh, anywhere. And we are the Golden <laughs> <Me> Ghouls. <laughs> Alyssa. Kylie. Emily. It's time to get spooky. Ooh. Yes, yes, yes. We're back. Here we are. We are Clearly. Here. Missing dicks. We're ready to party. <laughs> What a year, honestly. That really was a great year. What was your favorite part? My mom got really drunk on New Year's. Perfect. Mm -hmm. She spanked my butt for the first time. (laughs) And that was the start to Um, party Linda. What did you do to warrant the butt spank? You know this rare ends, girl. It was like the first time she'd seen it. And so oh, ever since oh, then, it wasn't like a trouble. I, it was ever, like a oh no, no 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 ever she ever since then if if the woman's gonna have a little a little sip she's gonna do a little caress to Emily's ass. Well, okay. and she knows okay. it too. And I used to, she used to come into my room <laughs> in high school and I'm like, Mom, don't don't do it. Don't she's touch like, come it. Come on, and she just give it a little rub. Hands off, lady. And she's like, I well, made this thing. I'm like, get out of here, you freaking like, nut. You may have planted the seed, but I grew this. I grew this. Plant. I grew this. I grew it. I grew this melon. This yeah. is all thanks to moi. You. So, Linda, stuck and drunk. <laughs> <laughs> That's where she's really going with that. Mm-hmm. Oh, we have an exciting episode today. We do. Truly. It was, okay, so one of these locations that we're going to talk about in a bit was suggested by a patron, Kathleen. Hey, Kathleen. <gasps> Kathleen. Oh, my gosh, how exciting. Yes, so we're excited to talk about London. London. You know, oh. I just realized. What? I do have a dick in my story. <gasps> See, we all got dicks. It's a Dickens, but. Oh. There's a dick. Yeah, all the dicks. Proceed. <laughs> Take it away, Emily. Me? Okay, yes. okay. I'm going to have to tell y'all, first and foremost, the girl's never been to London town. Yeah. Same. I've, like, never been anywhere close, so I'm very unfamiliar with the vernacular. Yeah. Of the language, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, just forgive me if I pronounce things wrong. Yeah. Or, like, just seem like she's got no idea what the fuck she's talking about. This will definitely be the first time we've mispronounced something. Exactly. So. <laughs> We're so good at pronunciation. So good. <laughs> so I'm gonna talk about Hampstead Heath. <gasps> oh, bless you. <laughs> I need to get into an accent. Hop Homestead oh, Heath. Oh, we can't do that. No. Get but mad. like I'm trying to pronounce it right. I think Hampstead Heath sounds okay, good. Fine. I can't even talk like a Londoner. Here's the thing. Don't when I anywhere. was teaching that with, was offensive with some anywhere. Brits. And some Englishmen. Yeah. And I tried to do what I thought was, was a good English accent. Or good, yeah. They, they were like, were, yeah, no. They were like, absolutely not. They were like, don't do that. Shut the yeah. shit down. They were like, okay. they were like, that's a mix of North and South and something else. And I'm like, oh. okay. And I'm like, all right, note to self, never. Right, 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 right. See, I, when I'm yeah. doing it, I try to sound like Orlando Bloom. I don't know. Where I he's thought from. he was from. Oh, in Pirates of the Caribbean. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's the only way. <laughs> you know. However. When they tried to do an English, I mean, an American English accent, they all sounded Southern. And you should be like, <gasps> that's what I did. Quit. I was like, first I of am all. so offended. You don't have to talk that slow. Right. 
Second of all. I'm from Boston. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> I'm from Boston. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry? You know, well. Pardon? Pardon? Okay. Anywho. Hampstead Heath, y'all. It's this large, ancient heath. Y'all know what a heath is? A heath bar. I w- that's what I was thinking. I didn't know what a heath was. I was like, what is this? Because there's like two places, apparently, that are very haunted on this on this heath. Yeah. I was like, well, then what's a heath? Is it a town? A is hill? Is it a square? Is it a park? It's in, it's in between. Oh. So it's... They got a lot of in-betweens there. It's a, shr- it's a shrubland. Okay. <laughs> I go to Shrubland. So they got some ponds. They got some, like, inns on this heath. Okay. Okay. This Shrubland. They really turned it into something great. Good. <laughs> a heath. You know? A but heath. the place, the heath, goes all the way back to 986. So shit is old. A.D.? Yeah. Okay. Exactly. 986 AD, yeah. So it's like ancient, y'all. This heath has been there a long time. So it's a really popular area for like when All All Hallows Eve comes around. Mm -hmm. The kids love to go to this area and get spooked because there's a lot of hauntings. And heath bars. Yeah. Also, yes. like you might, um, there's a there's an estate mansion, a home, a mansion. Yeah. Um, Kenwood House is also in this area, and you might have seen it if you've ever seen Notting Hill, the oh. movie. Mm-hmm. Julia Roberts, the scene where she's Classic. filming that that movie, and he comes to see her, mm-hmm. and he like listens in, and he and she's like, oh, he's nobody. And so he, like, runs away. <gasps> He's like, I'm nobody but that house. That's Kenwood House. Oh, and that's in the Heath. Exactly. On the Heath. I would say. I guess on, yeah. I would say on, right? At? In? It's a shrubland. Heath is a shrub. It's upon it. <sighs> Who knows? Upon the Heath. But. It's hard. So, we can obviously assume that there's a bunch of different haunted spots mm-hmm. on the Heath. But I'm going to talk about one in particular. Okay. The Spaniard Inn. Okay. Mm. Y'all, this place pops off. It's real spooky. Let me tell you, the people are scared. So it's at one end of the Heath, and it's it's currently a world-class dining establishment. So you definitely want to go there to eat, but maybe not stay. Okay. You know? Okay. Oh, yeah, because it's an inn, so I can... Because let me tell you... Do it all. You can do it all, right. Mm-hmm. Um, a Mr... Mr. Antisocial himself, the Londoners would say. Me. <laughs> but he was also a murder murderer and a maniac, so like not you. Mr. Dick Turpin. <gasps> oh my gosh, I know about Dick Turpin. Dick Turpin. Yep. Yep. He's there guys. So crazy. I Do mean, you guys want to make a band with that name? Dick, Dick Turpin? Turpin? Yes. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Carry on. Okay. Can my name be Nigel? Absolutely. Thank you. <laughs> um, so <laughs> He is obviously, you've read about him, Mm -hmm. he's known for, like, robbery. Yeah. And he committed several brutal murders. Horse thievery, to be exact. (laughs) He was a deer thief in the beginning. (gasps) Whoa. That's a weird thing to The Essex gang Uh that he was a part of. Yeah. They were initially into getting, to stealing deers. Mm -hmm. Like the animal? Yeah. Yes. Okay. I don't know. 
Because one time in high school, I had a nickname, and it was called Heart. And when I think of H-R-A-R-T, that's a deer. That's like a term for a deer, right? A heart? Oh, I've never heard that. What the fuck could that mean? You're calling me something. I swear. But everybody had really weird nicknames. It was like kind of like a hazing thing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's fun. So if anybody knows what heart may mean or why they would have nicknames me heart, I would love to know. I've never heard that for deer, but let's find out. I looked it people. up and it said deer. Oh, it is? Yeah. And I was like, why would they call me a deer? Hmm. That seems nice, not mean. It's supposed to be mean. Who knows? I was real strong, you know? I was like, call me what you want. I don't care. What can I mean? I don't know, but tell me. So he, uh, as I said, he was a member of the Essex gang and he committed a bunch of brutal murders. But the cool thing is his dad was a landlord at the Spaniard Inn. Oh. And so lucky he guy. must have stayed there quite a few times. Mm-hmm. The inn actually kept a couple of his pistols, but they lost them. Oh my God. How do you lose a pistol? Exactly. Dick. <laughs> Dick Turpin. He probably came and he took him down. I'm sure. He was like, I need these. Yeah. For my highway robberies. Yeah. He was also a highwayman later in later in the day. Working on the highway? Yeah, but he's not the only ghost in Spaniard and you guys. There's also a Juan. Juan? Juan is there. Juan and uh, Juan and Francisco <laughs> were okay. some landlords back in the day, like in the seven seventeen hundreds. Okay. And they love the same broad. They love the <gasps> same lady. Oh, you God. know? Trouble. Shit popped That's off. That's never good. They Trouble. were like, Francisco, Juan, come, we gotta, we're gonna duel it out. That's the only way we're gonna figure out who gets her, you They're know? They're gonna fight mm-hmm. to the death. In the 1700s, they couldn't communicate, <laughs> you know? They couldn't be there like, meet a, me outside. To talk. Meet me outside. Yeah. <laughs> right. It wasn't like that for yeah. some reason. Why do you think? I don't know. You know? I don't know either. I thought about it a lot. It's like, why couldn't we just go outside to talk? Who, in that, yeah. who, didn't, who wasn't like, hey, wait, let's stop. Yeah. You know? Let's think about this. Because nobody wants to die. No. People were always dying over ladies. I I'm know. like, why can't we just have a, a you know. Like, maybe, maybe who, we do who you loves even her the really most? want her? Yeah. Let's think about this. Or is this like a, or like you know, maybe a pride you guys thing? Fit together better. Yeah. And like, we don't. Or like, you Like, know? respect it. Exactly. exactly. But no. But no, they had to die. Yeah. So Juan died, y'all. <gasps> I know. He died. And so they Rest say in peace. that he haunts the inn today. And he's, like, walking around the grounds. So you could see him. But then you can also see a lady in white in the garden, which I think is probably Juan's lady. lover. Yeah. Who Francisco ended up winning and then got with. And then she was like, shit, mm. I wanted Juan this whole time. And I'm like, girl... You should have let the players know. Mm-hmm. You know? Don't let your love die. Damn. But that's just what I think. But she's a lady in white, and she's in the mm. garden. Dick Turbin's out on the front street. You Classic. know? Mm-hmm. And Juan, he's he's around. He's all over the place, honestly. But they mainly see him in the main bar, and he'll, like, walk across the bar and then disappear into a pillar. <gasps> You say this is a world-class dining establishment. Right. What kind of food do they have? Do you know? Girl, I could have looked that up. I saw the pictures. Did it Honestly, look good? It Did it look great. world-class? Yeah, because is it, it looked fancy. There was a there was definitely 
like at least five colors on the plate. <laughs> Emily says, Emily says a balanced meal has to have seven colors yeah, on the I plate. Agree. I agree. I agree. Rainbow that plate up. Yes. That's all I'm saying. So speaking mm-hmm. of Dick Turpin, right? You have him too. I have him too. That's why you have the dick. He gets around, right? He mm. does. So he's all over London. He is. So the whole reason we're in London is because of Kathleen's suggestion of the Epping Forest, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So this forest is a 5,900 5, <laughs> acre area of ancient woodland between Epping and Essex to the north and Forest Gate and Greater London to the south. So it actually straddles the border between London and Essex. So it's actually a former royal forest, which was another one of those weird in-betweens where I was like, what is that? And they were like, it's got many definitions. So that's, yeah, I was like, I'm confused. Okay. (laughs) But classify yourself. Yeah. So it's today it's managed by the city of London corporation and there's an area of it. So 4,270 acres of it are a site of quote, special scientific interest and a special area of conservation. Now what they're conserving, don't ask me because they were withholding, but now we know it's the hot spot. Hmm. So it's got this long standing association with criminal activity because it's a giant forest people can get away with shit there right so in the 18th century the forest became notorious as a haunt of highwaymen where they would have their hideouts um so they would actually hide in the forest and prey on coaches of the wealthy who are passing by because there was apparently a racetrack down the road and so mm. these rich people are going to the races and they these highwaymen would sneak out and steal from them. <gasps> yeah. What? So, Dick Turpin was one of those highwaymen, and Tom King, and they had a hideout here. They're the most famous highwaymen. They huh. had their hideout here. Huh. Yeah. So, the tree cover in the forest location that's close enough to London, but far enough that it's like not everyone's got their eyes on this spot. Um, it made it a notorious spot to bury victims of murder. <gasps> oh. mm-hmm. Good to know. Write that down, folks. Yep. So there was this guy, Harry Roberts, and he actually murdered three policemen. And then he oh. went and hid out in the forest for a short time before he got arrested in 1966. So all sorts of stuff. If you look at the Wikipedia or really anywhere, you can see that there have been murders and investigations going on there for years and years and years. The most recent one I could find, they investigated, um, they thought there was a body there, and that was in 2015, so not even that long ago. No. People oh. are still stashing bods there to this day. It's murderers? Yeah. Murderers. Oh, my God. hmm Okay. So, one of the ghosts is of Boudica, gorgeous name. That's the name? Yes. And she was the queen of the British Iceni tribe, which was AD 60. So that's her time. That was her domain. Um, she's believed to haunt the forest. To this day, people have seen an apparition. Wow, what Boudica. she looks like. What she looks like. Just, there's like, that's Boudica. They're just like, that's clearly Boudica. Right. Yeah. Clearly. Um, there's also poltergeist activity regularly. People report being pushed or touched by unseen hands, Ooh. which is something that I don't want to experience in a forest. I sometimes wonder if it's unseen feet 
Like, just... Who's to say? It's hands. I feel like you would know a finger to a toe. Would you? Though? Yes. Or what if it's the nose? <gasps> I That's feel like I think you we're just know... assuming. Uh-uh. Okay. We're just assuming. Uh-uh. Okay. We're assuming. Yeah. I felt a tip. Okay. <laughs> just the tip? Dick, is that you? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hello? Oh, Lord. The tip of the nose. Uh, no. Have you ever had feels like a mushroom cap. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> so, aside from the touching, um, there are also apparitions constantly. Most often, there's a man seen wearing a tricorn hat and cape. Tricorn? On top of a black horse. Because a tricorn. It's, it's gorgeous. Got, it's got three corns on each tri- Three <laughs> cobs of corn. Three cobs. Or three candy corn. Three cobs. And you think it's three candy corn. Three candy corn. Better not be candy corn. I like candy corn. I do too. Mm. We're the only ones. It's unpopular. how I feel. But you know, I prefer the, um... You like the pumpkin. The mallow pumpkins, yeah. I know. I know this. Delicious. So, there's also this area in the forest called the Wake Arms Roundabout, and there's a headless apparition of a biker there, and a horse-drawn coach that has been seen in the dead of night. Okay. Oh okay. Mm-hmm. There's also said to be a troubled spirit who runs out in front of vehicles and stares the drivers in the eyes before disappearing right in front of them. That could get to me a heart attack, yeah. man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not right. No, yep. Not. There's yep. also... <laughs> there are endless, endless apps here, okay? So there's the ghost of a young girl who's reportedly drowned near the King's Oak Pub, and she's been seen... Along with the headless horsemen. <gasps> Hanging out? They're friends, Cute. I guess. Yeah, at least they made friends. There's also a spot there called Hangman's Hill, which, if you name something that, it's going to pop off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe, I don't know if it actually used to be a Less hill, but it had to be, right? Yeah. 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 So, there have been reports of an apparition of a man, quite often. Nah. Yeah. I don't like that. Terrifying screams are heard when they know that nobody's around. No, thank you. And it's said that if you leave your car in neutral on the hill, your car will appear to roll upwards towards the tree where people used to be hanged. So, yes, it was used for hanging. Upwards. Upwards. Okay. Yeah. Who's pushing it there? Interesting. But, I mean, like, go ahead. Like, I want to get to the top. Yeah. (laughs) But spookiest of all is the killer pool or the suicide pool. So I was like, what's a pool? Like, like you were pool, saying, pool? what the fuck is a heath? It's a pond. They uh, call it pool. They call it pond yeah. pool? Okay, yes. good to know. So okay. the story goes that around 300 years ago, there was a young couple on a walk in the forest, and they felt like someone was following them. So they decide to stop, and they confront the person. It turns out to be the girl's father, and he disagrees with her relationship. Mm. So they get into a heated argument, He's blinded by anger, and he kills her and tosses her into oh the pool. Oh, my gosh. Yep. So then the boy Aggressive. commits suicide in the same spot. No. Mm-hmm. Romeo and Juliet. Kind of. Yeah. Come on. So not long after that, strange shit started happening. The waters of the pond transformed into a dark black color. Mm. And wildlife began to die around the pond. Oh, no. And the ground around it became barren. Okay, well, mm-hmm. what? Death. Yes, but then bodies started to appear. Bodies. So, yep. In 1887, a woman killed herself at the pool, 
and not much later, a young servant named Emma Morgan killed herself there along with her child. <gasps> so the rumor or the story, the lore, the legend, what do you ever, what do you want to call it? You know, follow your heart. It said that the pawn actually calls people to his edges and drives them to kill themselves. <gasps> it's like that dog bridge. Yes, the dog bridge. Yeah. In Scotland. I don't like that. <gasps> Speaking of Scotland, my grandmother is going to uh, marry King's Close that we talked about in the oh, Scotland yeah. episode, the super spooky one. And she's going to Stirling Castle that we talked about. And good, she already good. went to Hampton Court. Oh, man. She's going photos? to all the haunted spots. I can't spots. wait to hear all of the spooky tales. I think she's haunted AF. She probably is now. I think so. I think so. Dope. So, have you guys ever heard of the Bleeding Heart Yard? No, but I want to. Pack your car and have it yard. I want to hear. Bleeding Heart Yard. It sounds very emo. It will Maybe it will be an album title for our band. Um, but it is a cobbled courtyard named after the antique picture of Virgin Mary after she had been stabbed with the five swords. You yeah. might know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. So, legend has it... Sometime in the early 17th century, there was this woman, Elizabeth Hatton, and she was the cat's meow. Everyone wanted her. She was beautiful, sassy. She had money. She was a socialite. She was just like the it woman. Mm -hmm. I want her. Yeah. Same, Same. right? So, Spanish ambassador apparently showed up, tried to woo her. She declined. So he murdered her. Whoa. Jesus. Uh-huh. Yeah. Toxic masculinity. I know. I know. And she was found mutilated at Jesus. dawn. Mutilated. And her legs were just kind of thrown about the courtyard. And That's her some anger. Yeah. He yeah. didn't like that. Your guy you know about the guy at the bagel shop? <laughs> the short guy? I heard about that on the radio today. What happened? No, it just reminded me that he got so angry at rejection. There's oh, this. Yeah. Apparently, he's got a YouTube channel where he screams at people all the oh, time. Oh, come on. Okay, so for anyone who doesn't know, there's this guy. Apparently, he's five feet tall and he records people talking shit to him for being short. Okay. That's what I learned from the radio this morning. Is he funny? Like, he. Well, he wasn't that funny no, in the bagel no. shop. Okay. That's for sure. He like okay. he says racist shit oh, and no. like shit about women. Mean stuff about women. Yeah. Misogynistic. Yeah. Really. Yeah, and he was like interviewed on TV, and they were like, "Do you think you're misogynistic?" And he was like, "What does that mean?" Oh. Hello. Yeah, and then he pulled the classic. They were like, "Well, are you racist?" And he was like. I can't be racist. I have black friends. Oh, no. Oh. Which is the age-old dumbest fucking line in the world. Right. <sighs> oh, my God. See? I mm. bet that's what the Spanish ambassador Probably. Was doing. Like, come on. Honestly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I wasn't even done with... Oh, no. So, you're picturing her legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. everywhere. Cut off and everywhere. And her heart... No. ...was just in the middle of the courtyard, still pumping blood. <gasps> Jesus. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which is why some smarty pants, or I'm sorry, smarty trousers, decided to call this spot the Bleeding Heart Yard. Mm-hmm. Delicious. So another angle in the story, um, well, rather, an English writer, Richard Barham, Barham, he wrote a bit of a poem about this. Would you like to hear it? Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> 
Of poor Lady Hatton, it's needless to say, no traces have ever been found to this day of the terrible dancer who whisked her away. But out in the courtyard, and just in that part, where the pump stands, lay bleeding a large human heart. <gasps> so they never found the guy? The I mean, Spaniard? I guess he just continued on his way. I mean, they knew who it was. You know? I and mean, we don't, I don't have a name. It just says. What Spanish a mother hacker. No, no. So, apparently, there have been accounts of hearing a woman screaming for help. Well, yes. And, you know, people are like, oh my god, where's that coming from? Mm hmm. Um, Cold spots. Classic. Though, mm. so, I mean, you're outside, so it's, it's harder to decipher. Yeah. Cold spots. Uh, and I guess if you go. During the off hours or in the middle of the night, you may still hear a heart beating. Whoa. However, Good. Good. fun fact. Is that mine? <laughs> or mine is like. Durr, durr, durr. <laughs> Shit, girl. Yeah, I have an arrhythmia. No. I have arrhythmia. Okay. Uh, fun fact is a restaurant and a tavern slash pub right in the middle of the courtyard. So if you want to go visit and wine and dine and think about mutilated bodies, be my guest. I love Be to wine guest. and dine. Yeah. I do like to wine and dine. My sweet Angus has an irregular heartbeat, and the first time I heard it, I was very scared. Yeah. It's spooky. But he's gorgeous, and everybody yeah. loves him. Exactly. As are you. Oh, <laughs> true. Thanks. That's a side effect of it. It's, I, that, I think that's true. <sighs> that's yeah. dope. Yeah. I was like, don't heal me. I'm beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Please don't fix me. Oh, I got one, you guys. Another one. Another one. Give it to us. The flask. Oh, the age-old flask. Let's yeah. go drinking. Yes. <laughs> Built in 1663, this place goes all the way back to when Highgate was but a wee village on the outskirts of London. Have y'all ever been to Highgate? Mm -mm. Seems like a popular place. At least when I was, like, reading yeah. I've never been either. But this place uh, is real old. It still has two horse boxes in it, in the pub. What's a horse box? A stable? Maybe somewhere that you, like, a horse keep box. your horse, horse while, you're, while you're dining. Right? Yeah, that's what I think. No, what, but, like, the flask was, I don't think it was a pub in 1663. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's like valet for horses. That's, yeah. Well, these horses. Two horse boxes are in the hub of the pub and can be dated back to 1720. So, pretty cool stuff. It's real old. The name comes from the when the pub was, um, or maybe it was always a pub. But, like, why did it have horse boxes in the middle of it? I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Anyways, they used to sell flasks, which were used to collect water from the springs around <laughs> Highgate. Um, so pretty cool. They used flasks for water back in the day, mm -hmm. not for our vodkas. I should have done that in high school at <laughs> senior party instead of getting wasted and then having my flask taken from me. Mm -hmm. Should have been filled with water from the springs of Highgate. Anyways, this place is really haunted, y'all. I have updates on what a horse box is. It's okay. Like a, it's like a travel trailer for a horse oh, but also uh, there's apparently a subscription service <laughs> called horse box okay, stop so it maybe this place really was always a pub then the flask 
I don't know. Anybody want to tell us? <laughs> <laughs> but it's really haunted now by a Spanish barmaid. I find it interesting that a lot of these stories have Spaniards. Yeah. Inquisitions. Um, she unfortunately all hung herself oh. in the pub cellar, which is now a seating area. They oh. always turn um, it into a seating area. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she hung herself over an unrequited love. Oh my god! For, for the uh, for the publican, I didn't know what a publican was either at the time, but it was the pub, like the guy, like the, the manager. manager, exactly. Okay, um, publican. Right. He didn't. He didn't Not want re. it. Not re. Not re. <laughs> That's what I was thinking. <laughs> There's also so this lady haunts the place. This Spanish barmaid. She'll you know be up and down the bar mm-hmm. and then disappear. There's also a, um, which, okay, I got this wrong in the last story. I said there was a man walked through the pillar. No, this guy walks through the pillars. Oh. Yes. But, yeah. But he's, he's in a cavalry uniform. Mm-hmm. So, like, he's, like, a soldier, I guess. And he's in there, and he walks through walls and He's pillars. a big deal. Yeah. Big people deal. love him. An interesting... Thing about this place was it was there was a room a committee room I guess it was called in the pub that was allegedly the first site or allegedly the site of one of the first autopsies that was ever performed wow. in London. I have a little yeah. follow-up story at the flats. And this autopsy wasn't done by officials, y'all. No. It was back when there was a bunch of grave robbing. <sighs> so, people were snatching bodies and taking them to the flask. Ew. And performing autopsies on them. Why? Exactly. Just, Why? Just to learn. Why? So, as you can imagine, a lot of those bodies probably haunt the flask today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Did they take them back to their graves? Good question. Or did they leave them there? Oh, Bury them on the grounds. Question. <laughs> I don't know. Guess who else haunts this place? Another Dick. Dick Turpin. Damn, where Damn. is Dick Turpin not hanging out? He loves out? a pub. He loves to con- con- like make his he uh, plans. is a and, dick like, cons- about town. He- yes, <laughs> that's for sure. But he, he loved the flask, and so he still hangs out there today, and people say they see him. Dick. Right. But I say go to the flask because I think that's really interesting about the autopsies. Yeah. You know? And you're mm-hmm. definitely bound to be spooked by something. If there was grave robbing. Absolutely. There's got to be something happening there. Mm-hmm. Can I uh, take a jump on that one? Jump on take I'm going to do a little jump. 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 And I'm going to bring you to the old operating theater. Museum. Hello. Mm-hmm. So this is, it's now a museum. The attic of the early 18th century church at the old St. Thomas Hospital. There was this um, herb garret. Yeah, yeah. You know, just herb a typical garret. herb garret. What's that? Uh, kind of like an open arena. Herb garret? Herb. Herb garret. I guess they had herbs there. You know? Mm-hmm. They, had ger- they had herbs. <laughs> they had gerbs. Uh, and the Garrett actually predates the operating theater, but this was used, uh, to operate on, 
poor woman and students would be watching. Wait, what? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What are they operating them on? What are they doing? Abortions? Um, so the... Patients, it doesn't say um, Just poor exactly women. what, but yeah, but patients would opt in for like painful, often deadly surgeries performed in front of like large audiences of students. Uh, oh. simply just to receive medical treatment, which oh. they couldn't afford. And they just use poor women. What about the poor men? I mean, maybe maybe they did okay. a few things, but who knows? Who knows? So this, the Garrett was built in 1822 as an extension to the hospital's existing women's ward. Uh, and the theater was built to produce like, plenty of natural light and house up to like 100 or so students. Uh, and they would, as mentioned, view operations in progress and learn from surgeons. Obviously, the mortality rates were very high mm-hmm. because they're... You know, this is what the, at this point, the 18th century. Right. So, basically, people were watching, could, could you say murders? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You disgusting. Know? What was that show? There was, like, a show on, like, HBO or something that was, like, that, where it was a bunch of doctors from, like, the 1800s doing those surgeries in oh, front of shit. people. I don't know. I, I like saw a preview like in probably it. like 2015. So I'm intrigued. Uh, so people have said to have seen an old lady in all black in the operating theater. She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And she, people say that she cries and she moans, uh, and that the sadness is felt in the room, and it's like overbearing, and it kind of takes over you, which is very depressing. <laughs> So some think that she's maybe mourning the loss of a loved one who could have died in the theater, or maybe she was one who had died and she's pissed, or she's stuck there. Either way, whew. Another supposed ghost wears all white. Um, I don't think there's much speculation on what her backstory is. That's just something that people have seen. I know. I think she's more of the silent type, mm-hmm. the silent but deadly ghost. She's not here to tell her tale. No. No, she's she, just she here to be it. seen. Exactly. Right. One staff member was opening the uh, museum one morning. I don't know if I specify that it's now a museum, so mm-hmm. you can go there and see the garret and whatnot. Uh, so one staff member was opening the museum, and she heard a super loud bang up in the garret. So she walked into the room, and she saw that every single cabinet and drawer had been opened. And this was very strange because some of the drawers in the cabinets hadn't been opened in decades. They were, you know, stuck or they were somehow locked or they seemed fused shut. So they're all of a sudden all open. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she went and told a coworker, and then it became this big thing. And so they're like, okay, place is haunted AF. So if you're in London, mm-hmm. go and visit this old operating theater. You'll witness a live tour in the garret itself, and you'll be able to handle some old medical instruments, which is scary. Uh, okay, yeah, for real medical stuff back then, it's super scary. It's barbaric. Yeah, right. truly. Have y'all ever woken up during, like, a surgery? No. Have you? Yeah, during a colonoscopy. Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> but it was a surgery, it was a colonoscopy. And so the thing could you feel anything? That happened no, to my mom, too. I couldn't feel anything, but I knew what was going on, and yeah. I could see the screen where, like, oh, obviously there was, like, a camera on my ass. You know? 
That's my biggest fear. <laughs> I, know, I couldn't feel anything though, so that was fine, but I like knew what was going on, which was crazy. Like I could see the screen and I like woke up for a second Dude. and saw it and then like I remember like the doctor like looked at me and then I was out. Steve, when he got his wisdom teeth out like two years ago, woke up in the middle of it. Yeah. And he, all he remembers is the doctor being like, sir, please do not bite down. And then he got knocked back out. But when the nurse brought him out, he was like, did this guy used to party? And I was like, very hard. Oh. <laughs> and he was like, yeah, we gave him about 20 times what we normally give people. And he still Steve. woke up. I was like, holy shit. That is crazy. Yeah. Dude. So. A lot of times when you have a surgery or like an invasive surgery, the doctors will give you any, any doctors or nurses out there, anyone who knows this, correct me if I'm wrong, but some type of like barbiturate or something that will uh, make you forget waking up. So if you wake up, whatever you take with the anesthesia or after the anesthesia will force you to forget it. It would be traumatizing. No, well, no, mine was just a colonoscopy. Steve remembered. Yeah. I mean, these I, are probably yeah, not these are like, very minor. say it's like open heart surgery exactly. or something. Like that yeah. fuck. Like, right. imagine waking up. I know. That would be insane. That, I mean, it's truly been one of my biggest fears because I've always read that redheaded people require more anesthesia. <laughs> what? And actually, the dentist, like, confirmed that for me. That's so funny. That's so insane. It's so freaky. Your blood? I don't know. Like, what I don't is know. That? How could you? Just goes right to the hair. I don't know. I understand. I don't know. All right, I got one more for you guys. Let's I do think it. it's the last one. Let's yeah. Do it. Okay, so this is 50 Berkeley Square. It's a home in Mayfair. Oh. Mm-hmm. They've got many, many neighborhoods there. It's they do. very hard to keep they up do. with. So it has had a long held reputation as being the most haunted house in London. Mm, okay. Most haunted. A lot of people claim that, though. True. You know? True. So, according to Charles Harper, good God, in his book Haunted Houses, published in 1913, he wrote, The haunted house in Berkeley Square was long one of those things that no country cousin come up from the provinces to London on sightseeing bent ever willingly missed. So, basically, he's saying that if you're coming to London, you're seeing this spot because you know it's haunted. Mm. Mm -hmm. All right. Noted. That's that's the rough translation. (laughs) So, it acquired something of a reputation, um, and visitors started coming to London to see this house, um, kind of after this book came out, but it was once the home of George Canning. He was a former prime minister until his death in 1827. It was then leased by a Miss Curzon, gorgeous name, who lived in it until her death at the age of 90. Then comes Mr. Myers. And his tenancy in that house is what people think kind of brought about this sinister reputation that the home has. Okay, okay. So the story goes that Myers was to be married. And so he had bought, he purchased his house. He furnished it for himself and his future wife. But shortly before the wedding, he was jilted. Whoop. And the heartbroken Mr. Myers became a recluse. Ugh. Understandably yeah. so. So he moved into a tiny room at the top of the building where, alone with his memories, stop. <laughs> he lived day after day, see, not seeing anybody. He never left. Um, he would come out. He wouldn't leave the room, but he would come out of the room at night and walk through the house with candlelight. So people, passersby, mm-hmm. would only see him 
like a shadow in the night in the house, but he only came out of that one room at night. Yeah. Very sad. So the flickering flame of the candle was said to cast this dull glow from the house. Um, and people would kind of like watch him because they knew he was such a weirdo, which is really sad. Rough. Yeah. So, in 1873, the local council sued him for failing to pay his rent. Oh, oh no. Well, yes. You, if you loved it so much, yeah. you got to be on top of that. Well, yeah. I don't know if he loved it. I think he was just oh. living, you know? Right. So, he failed to appear in court, but the magistrate excused him on account of the fact that the house in which he lived was known to be the most haunted. Oh. So, they were like, if we kick him out, no one's going to want it anyway, True. basically. Yeah. So... 1879 rolls around, and this magazine publishes an article about the property stating that the house was in a state of great decay. The windows are, like, caked with dust. The house is full of silence and emptiness, they say. Oh, wow. And yet, out of nowhere, it's available for rent. (laughs) Yeah. So no one even knew. What is that? I don't know. The dog? So no one even knew that Mr. Myers had left the house. It's just for rent now. Huh. Yeah. So... Where'd he go? We don't know. Sad. You want to know something interesting? Yeah. That there's a movie called Berkeley Square. Oh. And from 1933 about the London Square. Berkeley Square. <gasps> Wonder if there's houses in it. Leslie Howard uh-huh. travels back in time <gasps> in a home to the to like 1780s. Yeah, because he's, like, obsessed with his ancestors. Is it a spooky movie? Um, you know, I haven't watched it all the way through. I always get through the, like, first half of it, and then they, like, take me back to the Alamo, and I'm like, oh, God. You know? So, Oh, God. But, you know, that's not my time. Yeah. I don't love that time. But it's, it's, I think it's got, like, nine stars, so, like, people should watch it. Wow. Nine out of ten, that's what Mm. I mean. But it's not like it sounds like it's around this time period. Could be. So you, people, yeah, yeah, check it out. Check it out. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so there are tons of ghost stories about this house. But the most popular is, it's kind of layered. But so it starts off with this man. He moves into the home with his two teenage daughters. The eldest daughter immediately starts complaining of this strange, musty smell that will come out of nowhere. Yeah. So she said it smelled almost like animals in cages at the zoo. No. Yeah. But out of nowhere. I'm pretty sure like the zoo? If you ever go into a motel or an inn or a hotel and you smell that, it usually means they're bed bugs because that's how they communicate what? with each other. What? With like a musty scent. Ew. Really? Fun fact. Thank you. You're welcome. That is um, a fun fact. Okay. Yeah. It all smells like a zoo. <laughs> we got Burn a problem. It down. A musty zoo. Yeah. So this girl's fiance, his name is Captain Kentfield, and he was to visit the house. Um, and this maid, she was asked to prepare his room. So she goes upstairs, and household, everyone downstairs, hears this terrifying scream coming from the room that she's preparing for this guy. Yeah. So they rush to assist, and they find her collapsed on the floor, muttering to herself, don't let it touch me. Oh, God. They were unable to figure out what she was talking about because she was institutionalized because they thought she was crazy and she ended up dying the very next day. Christ, for what? Okay. Bed bugs. (laughs) So. I knew it. 
this Captain Kentfield, he's not even phased by this girl dying in that room. And he says, you know what? I'm still going to spend the night in that room, even though she just died there. <laughs> All right. What? So he heads upstairs, and the household hears him close the door. And 30 minutes later, terrible screams coming from his room. No then way. they hear a gunshot. <gasps> what? Yeah. So they rush up to see him. He's dead on the floor. His face is twisted in horror. Oh, Direct what? Quote. what? Like yeah. the ring? Yeah. Yeah. So it's thought that something evil lurked in that room because another guest had a similar fate to these two before him. So he's heard the stories. This man gives the instructions to the housekeepers that if you hear me ring the bell once, you don't have to come. It's just like a warning. You mm-hmm. know, I might, I might be scared. The I'm feeling a little scared. twice. Yes. Mm. But... If I ring twice, then you need to come immediately. Exactly. So he goes to bed, all is quiet, but the clock chimes midnight and there's a single ring on the bell. So as they were told, the staff stays put. But moments later, the bell starts ringing furiously. So they run up, they hurry upstairs as fast as they can and they find him in convulsions. No. Uh-oh. And like the earlier maid, he was unable to say what he had seen because he too died shortly after. Uh, they gotta close Samara that Samara. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is in there. Oh, Sam- Samara? Samara. 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 Uh, Samara. I will have Samara. <laughs> Oh, my Lord. Damn, that house is haunted. Yeah. <laughs> That's London for you, kids. There mm-hmm. it is. I mean, I'm telling you what, we're going to have to revisit because there were 500 haunts. There was a lot. I, I mean, didn't... <clears throat> there's more in 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 the Heath. Yeah. <laughs> how, how could we decide, you know? It was a tough one. Right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Kathleen. Thank you, Kathleen. And, thanks, you know, Kath. if you want to pick an episode topic, you too can become a patron at patreon.com slash the golden ghouls that's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com mm-hmm. slash the golden ghouls really truly love the support yes we, we do. love you guys we couldn't live without you Honestly, we couldn't live yeah. laugh love without you guys <laughs> and you know we love to we love to live laugh and love we do yeah we and do. until next time stay spooky Ooh. Ooh.